0: When you reach your goal or you take serious action or you have a pivot, you know, where you say, you know, I thought I wanted this, but now that I've really started taking action and started doing the research and the work, I think that I actually want to just pivot this a little bit and go in this direction. It's okay to change your long-term goals and use them with guided flexibility. The, The point of all of this is, is that you are taking action and control over your reality, whatever that goal is for you. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned-out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher podcast is one part burnout and all other parts, action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you are about to take your next best step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you need someone in your life who can help to push you through challenging situations, heal from past trauma, or help you change your mindset and perspective, BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a full-time teacher and a teacher burnout coach, not a licensed therapist. Sometimes your needs are deeper than what I can offer you as someone who is using their experience and success with beating burnout to support other teachers. And that's okay. BetterHelp is professional therapy done securely online available for everyone worldwide with weekly video or phone sessions and timely and thoughtful text based check-ins and responses from your therapist all throughout the week if that's something you need BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional online therapy and financial aid is available go to www.betterhelp.com burned in teacher to sign up and check out all of the testimonials and if you sign up, you get 10% off your first month by using my link. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash burned in teacher. You'll get 10% off your first month with our promo code burned in teacher. That's all one word. Burn on. Hey there burned in teachers. Welcome to episode 146 of the Burned in Teacher podcast. I'm Amber Harper, your host. I'm so excited that you're here today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your summer. I know, you know, at the time of this episode releasing, we are winding down July. I know, I of course I'm pre-recording these, you know, these introductions. I will be in the thick of preparing for the 2022-23 school year, jumping back into my kindergarten classroom. I can imagine right now. That I'm probably in my classroom getting some things prepared and ready for our upcoming back to school night and our first first teacher day. So, in the in the spirit of preparing to actually step back into the classroom, um, I want to let you know that preparing for a successful school year is not all about the lesson plans. It's not about making the copies and having the first day planned. Of course, those things are important, but what I truly believe and subscribe to is that summer is an especially important time to get down and dirty and strategic about how we want to initiate that lasting change in our lives. You know, summer is fleeting. It's it's here for a short time. And what we can do to truly practice that radical self-care is to think about our habits and our daily routines that are setting us up for success when school starts. We don't have to fully separate Um, our summer self from our school year self. Of course, we have to go to work every day, which is the reality of a lot of people for an entire year. So the fact that we even get the summer off is something to be grateful for. And to take advantage of it, to take that time to, of course, completely check out and take some time off, which I did a couple of weeks ago. We went on vacation as a family. And I I completely am, I, I am planning on checking out when we're on vacation. That's why I have a plan to initiate lasting change I put things in my calendar for days and weeks and months ahead of time so that I am reaching my goals and and that's what this episode is all about it's about you know the fact that if you have a goal but no plan on how to get there it's just a wish and if you want to have a a calmer um more organized school year you want to feel in control of your time then you have to practice those things right now and to be thinking about what do you visualize how do you visualize your school year the day ins and the day outs what do you want it to look like and feel like not just in your classroom of course you should do this in the classroom for your students what do you want your classroom to look like and feel like but when we're thinking about our well-being and our radical self-care what do we want our life to look like and feel like? You know, that's part of that long-term goal and creating a vision for our life and creating a plan on how we want to get there. We have a chance this summer for the rest of our summer to think of our plan, our plan of action, you know. That's one of the main mindset shifts that we need to make as burned-in teachers is what's what's my move here? Because I am not going to wait for someone to come around and fix things for me and I have to be the person that I want to be now, And our time is quickly winding down this summer. So we have to be that person and begin to do the things that that person that we want to become, uh, what they would do now. So we can have what we see for ourselves. We can have that feeling. We can have what it is that we want to have in our day-to-day life as a teacher. You know, having a rich life outside of school makes us better teachers. Having a routine, having a plan for when things go wrong, having a backup plan. Having support outside of school, you know, for when things don't go the way that we planned. Being prepared. You know, those are all habits. Those are all things that we have to internally and intentionally bring into our lives and to be disciplined about. And that's the hard stuff. And that's why a lot of people don't do the work that we are doing here. Um, that's why they are not finding success in teaching or in any job that they're doing is that they're not doing that daily, intentional, disciplined work to get what it is that they want to ha- have um, in their life. They're waiting for that perfect moment. They're waiting for someone to come along and save them. And that's not what you're doing. You know, I often compare... Uh, implementing the burned-in process to your life as you know getting six-pack abs like you can't just say you want six-pack abs and then poof you have them like you have to do the work you have to pay attention to every single thing you put in your body and all of your workouts and you have to be very intentional and disciplined to do that now I'm not saying you have to get six-pack abs to be a burned-in teacher okay but you do have to be intentional with your time. If this episode speaks to you in any way, I really do ask you to subscribe and leave a review and a rating anywhere you listen to this podcast episode. I'm so grateful that you're here today and send me a DM and let me know what resonates with you as you listen to this episode. Now, let's dive in. Burn on. All right, so let's start initiating lasting change, shall we? Now, the first thing that, um, that we'll have to do is actually think about what it is that we've already done in the past as far as a reflection process. Um, are you already in a habit of using a certain type of planner or calendar or do you have a daily journaling practice? Um, I know that whenever we talk about taking action towards our goals, typically we think about um, actually, you know, doing something that involves more than just writing down and planning, right? Um, and when you think about your vision and what it is that your goals are, this is actually really, really important that we sit down, get quiet and do some planning. Now, if you remember me um, having an episode uh, not too long ago about um, creating the schedule of your dreams, we talked about creating a vision and then a plan and then having daily discipline and intention. And really that is what this whole initiating lasting change um, step has to do with. So you have your vision, you have your goals. Now it's time to think about what is it already that you've done in the past that you have um, that you've used to help you to plan for your own success. Um, So this is where I'm going to encourage you to adopt some sort of journaling or planning process. So what is it? I want you to think about if you've tried something in the past that you liked and enjoyed and found helpful, or if you have tried several things and have not come up with a system that works for you. But whether or not you have or have not tried to do any sort of planning practice in the past, it's a really, really important part of your success. And this isn't about sitting down and getting woo-woo and writing about your feelings, unless that's what you want to do. I myself don't find that helpful. I do enjoy writing down things that I'm grateful for every day. Um, and also writing things um, as if they have already happened. And if you're familiar with Rachel Hollis, that is actually what she what she encourages people to do with her journaling practice. Um, but really for the um, for the purpose of today, with really starting a new um, journaling practice for yourself to help you to plan ahead and then initiate that daily discipline and intention, we're going to talk about backwards design. So you're all teachers, right? So you've probably heard of backwards design before. That really has to do with beginning with the end in mind. So thinking about the highly effective, um, the seven habits of highly effective people, the second habit is beginning with the end in mind. So thinking about where you want to be. Now, for lesson planning, we're obviously thinking about what is our objective? What is the standard? What is the I can statement? Where is it that we want our students to be at the end of this lesson and then planning backwards from there? It also works with unit planning. You know, we have this unit we're gonna cover for the next few weeks. What are the smaller lessons and objectives and standards that I need to make sure that I teach to help to get them to that main goal of the unit? So for us, of course, we have our vision. We have our goals that we've set for ourselves. That's the end, right? But if we're thinking about making those goals smart and we know when we want to reach that goal by, then we can plan backwards, all right? So we're going to plan backwards monthly and weekly and then even daily so that we can help to make daily progress, even if even though it may be small progress. Progress um, that we can continue to see ourselves grow and um, and make progress toward those goals. Now you've already started this process. If you followed last month's um, advice and steps on determining what your long-term goals were, you already have a list of goals that you think could be a possibility for you in the next three months or even in the next year. So what I'm gonna ask you to do first is to prioritize those goals, all right? So first of all, divide them into personal goals and professional goals. So you're gonna have one list that you started with and now you're gonna split them up. What do I want for myself personally and what do I want for myself professionally. And then you're going to start to actually prioritize these things. Which ones are the most important or which ones are going to create a ripple effect of change and reaching some other goals that you have on that list by simply starting with one of those goals. Okay. Now this one goal that you choose for personal and the one goal that you choose for professional, that's the goal you're going to focus on for the next three months. I mean, obviously we have a year, right? So we're going to break that into quarters and think of each goal as a quarterly goal. The next thing that you're going to do is you're going to um, really focus in on that one goal. And for the goal that you choose as your number one priority, that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to try to focus on one goal at a time for three months. And I know you might think, oh my gosh, Amber, I have so many goals. I have to reach them all at the same time. Well, this is what causes us to not reach our goals as we think that we have to do all the things at the same time. And I want you to focus in on just one goal right now. Okay, and then you need to think backwards, right? This is backwards design. So go ahead and list out your personal goals, your professional goals, choose one, and then write each of those goals on a different piece of paper. So you have your number one priority personal goal and your number one priority professional goal. And then you need to do a brain dump here of the tasks and action steps you're going to need to take to get that goal accomplished. Okay, so we're already planning backwards. The next thing that's going to happen is you're going to then, from those decisions, you now have to adopt a weekly journaling practice. Now, I'm going to show you what I do weekly on a weekly basis. Um, Typically, it's every Sunday night. um, And then you can take with it, take from it what you think is helpful for you and don't take what is not helpful for you. This does, This is definitely not the only way to do it. I find it the simplest way and that is simply by every Sunday night or Sunday in the afternoon, whenever I can give myself about 15 to 30 minutes, I do a weekly planning brain dump. All right, and what that does for me is every week then – I am looking at that, those two goals that I have and I'm looking at the action tasks and I'm saying, okay, what action tasks do I think that I can get done for each of those goals this week in addition to what professional obligations do I have this week and what personal obligations do I have this week? And this goes back to, are you using a calendar to keep all of your obligations straight Okay, this has a lot to do with your personal organization of all of these obligations that we have as friends and as, you know, community members and teachers and parents and whatever your titles are, really thinking about how you're going to plan for success towards your goals amidst all of the other things that we have to do. So if you um, if you have the ebook or if you um, download this free chapter that you're going to get if you go to burnedinteacher.com initiate, you'll see that I have some um, some example images on these pages to help you to kind of visualize what this could look like for you. So you're going to list out your personal obligations, your professional obligations for that week, and you're going to also work in what action tasks you want to take to help you to reach your goals that week. Then on the next piece of paper, what you do is you think of, okay, what am I going to get done Monday? What am I going to get done Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe even Saturday? Where is it that I'm going to work in all of these things that I have to do? Does my daughter have a dentist appointment on Tuesday? Okay, that's going to take away from some time. Okay, so you're actually planning in, in addition to all of your obligations, when you're going to get your action tasks done for your um, for your goals that week. Then each day, you're going to continue to reevaluate what your weekly brain dump was, what your plan was from that week because you're going to put these things in your calendar. You know I'm a big fan of batching and blocking. So you're blocking these things out on your calendar, whether it's digital or it's paper. It's totally up to you. Then each day you're going to reevaluate your calendar. You're going to go back to your weekly brain dump. You're going to go back to your days. You're going to say, okay, it's Wednesday. What did I not get done on Tuesday or Monday that I could try to get done today? Because life happens, right? But again, if you don't measure it, it doesn't get managed. So you have to make sure you're measuring what did and did not get done and what is the highest priority for you to get done today. So each morning um, or afternoon, whatever Time of the day works best for you. You definitely need to think about, okay, what is my word of the year? All right. What is my personal and my professional goal that I'm trying to reach for this first quarter for these next three months? All right. And then what are some things that I'm grateful for? Again, you know that that's something that I really love to do is think about gratitude and and all of that we have to be grateful for in this life. And then what are two things that I'm going to try to accomplish that's going to reach me toward that personal and professional goal? And then what is something? What is a positive affirmation I'm going to continue to tell myself throughout this day? Let's face it, this year has been another doozy. And now that I'm back in the classroom, it has been more important than ever for me to stay focused on my core values, mindset, goals, and my habits. As a teacher in today's world, it seems like there is always something new and hard that can easily throw our lesson and or life plans off track. But when I began to burn out many years ago for the fifth time in my six year teaching career, I told myself that crying to and from work, grading, prepping, and planning on nights and weekends, and Sunday scaries was just part of being a good teacher. The current challenges we're facing in education today are monumental. All of these challenges make balancing teaching and your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now, teacher burnout has been hacked. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process I designed to help myself and other teachers navigate our way out of burnout. You see, out of my rock-bottom burnout moment, I learned ways to focus on what I can control while learning ways to let go of the things that are out of my control. My book shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change, and in it, I empower you to become a burned-in teacher. A happier, more fulfilled, efficient and effective person in the classroom and in life. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, you will learn the steps you can take to discover your burnout type. Did you know everyone has a type? Take actions that are best for you depending on your type. Move through burnout rather than fight against it. Make time for things that bring you growth and joy and thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. And of course, to prepare for hardship before it hits and to conquer it when it does. And right now, you can download chapter one for free. That's right, you can start your journey out of burnout using step one of my process on the house. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter today to get your first chapter on me. And there's no better time. After the year we've had, we deserve to use what I have designed To believe, think, say, and do different things in order to see different results in our lives. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter to get your free chapter today. You won't be sorry. Burn on. So every single morning you're thinking about what am I grateful for? What are things that I'm going to get done today to move me closer to my personal and professional goals? And then come back to that nightly and think, okay, what went well? What didn't go well? Now this should sound familiar from last month's podcast episode about determining your long-term goals. What went well last year? What didn't go well last year, right? Well, what went well today? What did I plan for that went well and what didn't go the way that I wanted? And then think about what's in your circle of control. Could I have controlled this by saying no to this obligation or could I not have controlled this? This is, you know, this is just the way things are right now um, and I'm going to move on and try to do better tomorrow. Okay, so every single day you're coming back to those goals that you've set for yourself. And it's as simple as that. It's really thinking about, okay, what were my goals that I brain dumped last month? Which ones are my high priority for the upcoming quarter, the upcoming, you know, two to three months, what am I going to work toward? And then planning backwards weekly and daily. And that's what initiating lasting change is all about. And of course, we cannot forget to really place importance on having somebody that will help to keep you accountable. And that's why I made sure to have that interview with Leslie Hill. Because it's so extremely important to have somebody in your corner or on your escalator to help you if you get stuck or you're having a hard time. And of course, to share those wins with. So when you reach your goal or you take serious action or you have a pivot, you know, where you say, you know, I thought I wanted this, but now that I've really started taking action and started doing the research and the work, I think that I actually want to just pivot this a little bit and go in this direction. It's okay to change your long-term goals and use them with guided flexibility. The The point of all of this is, is that you are taking action and control over your reality, whatever that goal is for you, all right? So th- these are wide open depending on what it is that you want for yourself in this life in education or out of education, personal or professional, that you are seeing growth. And hey, maybe a huge goal of yours personally is to be more mindful and more present, maybe to bring more um, meditation and calm and peacefulness into your life. That's a completely valid goal. So I never want you to confuse, you know, Burnden Teacher's mission and determining long-term goals with you having to set these huge, audacious, big goals of, you know, climbing Mount Everest or, you know, becoming president of the United States of America. I mean, if that's your goal, then that's great. These can be goals that are very internally motivated as far as, you know, being more present with your family, um, making time for, you know, more exercise or whatever it is that that will help you to have ripple effects of positivity and happiness and fulfillment in your life. And that's all dependent on you and your personality and your family and your background and, and what it is that means the most to you in this life. And hey, another thing, maybe your first goal personally is to get organized, is to find a planning and organization process that works for you. Starting wherever you are, beginning where you are, understanding where you want to go. That is the main purpose of all of this because if we look back at the model that I shared with you a few weeks ago, we have to think of our vision first, make a plan, and then that daily discipline and intention, actually doing the things that we planned, even though we really don't feel like it. So for example, I had this podcast episode on my plan for today. I had an hour and a half block to work on this episode and hopefully the next episode in the Burned Teacher podcast, right? I didn't really feel like doing it. I don't really want to. It's it's work. It's hard. I know that it's going to involve a lot of editing and making sure that I say all of the things that I want to say and help you as much as I can. I didn't really feel like doing it, right? But now that I'm in it, I'm glad that I'm doing it. I'm going to look back on my day and say, oh, I'm so glad I got that done. It's going to be such a helpful, motivating episode, and I can check it off of my list, okay? So, I want to leave you with a couple of ideas of tools that you can use to help you with your vision, your planning, your daily discipline, and your intention. So here are some tools that I use. And I would love for you to jump into the Burned In Teacher Facebook at com- uh, Facebook community at community.com burnedinteacher.com. That will lead you to the Facebook group. If you've not already joined, you'll just have to answer a couple of questions. Share with us what you use to help you to achieve your vision and your goals, okay? So here are a couple of ideas for you. So starting with your vision, what I think is the most effective tool to use is a good old piece of paper and a pencil. I would suggest a pencil so you can cross things off and erase. Some people say a pen so that um, so that you can't erase. I Do whatever you want, right? But a good old pencil and paper to just do a huge brain dump of your goals is a really great place to start. And I also suggest that for your weekly brain dump planning, right? Just a good old piece of paper. Now, I also have transitioned into using a, a project management system called Trello, Trello is a project management system, as I already mentioned. It's free. And what it does is it helps you break your goals and your tasks into boards and cards that you can move around and toggle between each other you can create checklists and you can invite other people to boards and you can tag each other and comments on that specific project and I have found it really really extremely helpful and if I was still teaching full-time in the classroom I would definitely um, want to use this with my team <laughs> with my teaching team you don't have to do it but I've actually transitioned my paper weekly brain dump into Trello because then I'm able to um, to then drag each of those tasks to help me towards my weekly goals between days um, so maybe when what I'll do is I'll actually take a picture of my Trello board and I will post it here in the show notes um, so you can see what that looks like. But this is something, you do not have to do this, but I've just evolved. I've been doing this now for years and this is where I've evolved in my practice. Now again, as much as I love technology, also thinking of my daily intentions, my daily discipline, of course I have my calendar blocked and batched to the minute. And I I will tell you, there are times in my life I don't want to be told exactly what to do and when. But when it comes to my own discipline, I know that I need to have a plan that I will stick with. Because if I don't have those guidelines and boundaries, uh, my squirrel syndrome will take over and I will end up cleaning out closets and not getting a thing done because I love organizing stuff. I love planning and organizing, but it's actually the discipline and carrying that plan through that is the hardest for me. I'm such a visionary. I want to see, I want want to plan for the future, but actually taking the daily action is hard. Give me an amen or a hand in the air if you are with me on that one. I know us teachers, we're always thinking about the future and we love planning. But when it comes to the execution, sometimes it's a little harder and and that's okay. So again, jump in the Burned In Teacher Facebook community and tell us your favorite ways to to brain dump and to set your vision. Now, when it comes to that daily discipline, let me get back on track here. Um, I do, of course, have my calendar in Google Calendar. I have several sub-calendars. I have one for meetings. I have one for Burned In Teacher work. I have one for podcast work. Um, I have lots of different colors associated with um, with my calendar. And I just block each of my um, hours out and what it is that I'm going to focus on. And now I used to use Google Tasks um, on, that you know is attached to your Gmail account, but I didn't find that helpful for me. I have really kind of toggled between how it is that I keep track of my daily tasks, but I found it easy to ignore those tasks because they're kind of hidden there on the side. Um, what I really enjoy is, is using Trello for my tasks because they're right there in front of me and I can just um, take them off of my to-do list and move them to done or archive them and get them out of there. And because they're a associated with a specific uh, project um, or goal, they're right there under that goal in that list. So that's been more helpful to me. Also, um, here in my home office, right next to my desk, I'm looking at it right now, I have a whiteboard that's blank. Now, before I started using Trello, I actually had my weekly and daily goals and action tasks um, in a T-chart here on my whiteboard, so it was right in front of my face. Um, But then I discovered Trello and then the need to be working with other people that are here on the burned-in teacher team, Um, I needed to be able to have a chance to, um, or or a a process rather that I could tag them in things and we could communicate about these goals and tasks to see where each other, where we are in reaching those goals. So you can use a good old fashioned whiteboard. You can use a planner. You can use a Google calendar. You can use Trello, whatever it is that you choose to use. Remembering that trying something, doing something different will yield different results. You're going to find, um, you're going to find processes and and platforms and and all of these planning um, activities, you're going to find things that you like and things that you don't like. You're going to take things from one piece and put it together with another. The important part is is that you don't overcomplicate it. Okay, I want to share these tools and ideas with you to give to spark some ideas and inspiration in you, but I don't want you to feel like you have to do all of them. Find what works for you and keep it simple. Okay. Now, initiating lasting change is simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy. It takes a vision, a plan. It takes daily discipline and intention per minute, per hour to make sure that you're continually working on your goals, whatever they are, okay? So start with choosing two goals, one personal, one professional that you'll focus on for three months. For each of those goals, you do a brain dump of action tasks and steps you're going to have to take to reach those goals. And you're going to come back to that list each month to kind of do a reflection and reassess how far you've gotten. And hey, this is probably a good time to tell you that you should probably schedule and put a reminder to do this monthly reflection each month. Weekly, I suggest on a Sunday, really think about what action tasks you're going to try to squeeze into each day and make time for. And then each day, um, you're going to look at your plan. You're going to look at your calendar. You're going to look at however it is that you have planned to make time for this um, initiating lasting change, and you're going to do it. Whether or not you feel like it, it doesn't matter when, but you're actually going to take daily action and have daily discipline and intention toward those goals. So as you move into your day and into your week, join the Facebook group, Tell Us Your Plan of Action at community.burnedinteacher.com and get this month's Burned In Teacher podcast freebie at burnedinteacher.com slash initiate. All right, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I wanna help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher, burn on.